Hello and welcome to the Success Secret Podcast with Rosso Santalev. I am excited to introduce you to a series of conversations with some of the most successful and inspiring individuals from various industries. My aim is to dive into the stories behind their success and explore the knowledge, strategies, habits, mindsets, and wisdom that have propelled their success. Each episode of the Success Secret Podcast will feature a different guest who will share their unique journey, the challenges they faced, and the lessons they have learned along the way. I will also be covering topics from entrepreneurship and innovation to leadership and personal development. Whether you are an inspiring entrepreneur, a seasoned business professional, or just someone looking to improve your life, the Success Secret Podcast is for you. My goal is to bring you valuable insights and inspiration that will help you achieve your own success in business and life. So get ready to learn and be inspired. The Success Secret Podcast starts now. I have with me in this episode Scott Kerley, the CEO and co-founder of Finish Line Tax Solutions, a national tax resolution firm specializing in tax relief and tax preparation services. With more than 20 years of experience, Scott has helped thousands of clients ranging from individuals to businesses taking control over tax problems. Scott, welcome to the Success Secret Podcast. And thank you so much for having me. What is it that what made you want to be a business owner and entrepreneur? And tell us about your story. How did you start your business finish line tax services solutions? Sure. Um, uh, we could spend a long time about on that question, <laughs> but I, I will I'll try to give you a, a reasonably short answer. Um, being an entrepreneur, is, at least for me, um, it's just in my DNA. I've had an entrepreneurial spirit mindset uh, since I was a child. Uh, when 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 I was a child, you know, a lot of my friends when they're out when they, they were out playing uh, after school and and you know that kind of stuff, I was out cutting grass and trying to hustle and make make money. I was one of the kids in school in in grade school who always had thirty forty dollars in my pocket, and that's a lot for a seven eight year old. Yeah. Yes. So, so, you know, it's just been naturally entwined into my DNA to be an entrepreneur. And then of course, over the years, I I began to um, hone my, uh, my, my skill set and, and my, my mindset to, to do it in a way that, that um, with, you know, a more professional level and in a way that where I could reach more people and help more people, and of course, maximize my my earning opportunities as well. Mm, awesome, exactly. Your family members, one of them, uh, or someone close to you, ha- was an entrepreneur or a business owner, or did you just have this kind of drive yourself? Man, you know, I'll tell you, I just had the drive because I was raised old school. My father was extremely disciplined. He was, uh, you know, mind you, I was raised in the seventies and eighty. I'm fifty five years old. And my father was a very responsible, dependable. He worked at the oil refineries and he was one of those guys who never missed work. He was a company man. And, you know, and he always encouraged me to be responsible, get out of school. Once you graduate high school, if you don't want to go to college, go get a good job at a refinery or or in construction and do what. And man, I was like, I am not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I, maybe they earn good money, the people who work in petroleum companies. And this, they, I think they make good money, right? I don't, I'm not sure. I don't they know. Did. <laughs> they did. And and I, and my father definitely provided us with a very nice, uh, comfortable lifestyle. But I was in, I've never been wired to 
be an employee per se. I've always known that I was I had this creative spirit and I like to build things and bring things to life. And it's just in my DNA. So and and when I and when I was younger, before I really understood my path or record or realized my path, I was terrified that I would have to live the rest of my life working, you know, in the rat race and and following other people's instructions and not having really much say in my own future. And um, I was truly afraid of that um, uh, as a young person. Uh, but you asked me how we started with Finish Line and, and my aunt. So I got into the industry by purely by accident. I got in the industry in the early 2000s when I was simply looking for a job. I was out of out of out of work. I was living with a friend who was um, I was staying on their couch and I needed a job. So I was going back then. It was before the Internet was really prevalent. And so I was going through the newspaper looking for sales jobs because I was a pretty good salesperson. And I found a job for a tax resolutions firm that was looking for sales. So I started, you know, with a company called Taxmasters in sales back then. And I just had this freakish knack at coming out the gates, knowing how to do this very well. And in fact, the and it sounds a little bit arrogant of me, and I'm not necessarily proud of the fact that I did this, but it was a turning point in my life. The training that they provided me after a day, I threw it in the trash. I thought it, I didn't think it made sense to sell the service the way they taught me to sell it. They taught me to sell it from an intellectual angle, but I was talking to people who were emotionally um, uh, disturbed by having this problem. So I didn't take that route. I, I talked to, I, I spoke to the pain. I spoke to their feelings on how this matter is debilitating them emotionally. And make a long story short, I did very well. Uh, I helped that company at the time become one of the largest in the country. Became, matter of fact, became the largest in the country, tax masters at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that is sort of where I started, where I realized that I think I found my place. I think I found, I knew I was in good in sales, but this space, not only not only being a salesperson, but being able to truly help people who are being aggressively pursued and 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 Trump traumatized by the United States government's uh, tax collection. Tax, so, taxes in general, wherever you go, it's it's a it's a concern for people. Generally, they don't want to pay taxes because they most of most of us in general we barely go month to month. So these thoughts absolutely. come to people's mind. They don't want to pay even one buck so a month or a year even it is it could be necessary for uh, to go through that uh, that day sometimes that is so true and the one thing about uh our tax program i mean our uh internal revenue service is that they have so much figured out there's simply no way to get around paying taxes in the united states it's not Mm going to happen anymore there are no more tax loopholes and here's something that is just mind-blowing most entities, even if, if it's um, a credit card company or if you owe money on a house or whatever, before any entity can begin garnishing wages and seizing assets, they have to get a court order to do that. That's that's with anything except the IRS. The IRS is the only entity that can seize assets and garnish wages without a court order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that yeah. is outrageously uh, uh, well, aggressive. Uh, as 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 if I know any 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 employee in any company in any in any in any country in the world, 
the first thing they do is put you on a number for social security and that number yeah. for social security goes immediately to to the tax departments in any country so you are That's not going to, to run away from paying that so yeah no you are absolutely not man that, that you got to render unto caesar <laughs> yeah so so yeah so this is a great now working for somebody else is completely different from being a business owner or an entrepreneur so do entrepreneurs have should have this certain mindset because they could have difficulties in their path so how do you deal with that personally on your own difficulties and how do you let's say tell people that you know or people who ask you certain questions about i want to be an entrepreneur what should i do for example what do you tell them and being an entrepreneur is not necessarily what you do it's what it's just who you are you know i made a lot of money in tax when i worked for a company in tax master but you know what i wasn't satisfied i knew that if i can do this and i'm working for a company and they're paying me this how much are they making off of me you know i want to be there you know mm-hmm. um so so there's really it's it, it, it there's really not and in my opinion something that someone can do to automatically be just built to be an entrepreneur it's it's truly just in your genetic makeup you know not uh, the entrepreneurs don't have a work life balance entrepreneurs do not see their their um their work as being a job you know um they see it as being a part of who they are and there is no work life balance my work is my life and any entrepreneur I believe that is an entrepreneur by spirit. They they see it the same way. Their work is their life. Um, so um, that is something that that um, I think is unique in uh, the mindset and the and the in the makeup of what of who an entrepreneur truly is and what they are. Even if they've never been in business for themselves. And what I mean by that is that. There are people who are entrepreneurs who have never started a business yet, but it's still who they are. <laughs> you know, they yeah, just haven't found their place yet. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, you need to learn some kind of a skill. Maybe like you mentioned sales, you were good in sales. So what that what made your business go and have this growth. But also, do you think there are more important skills for an entrepreneur to learn? Like, we know if you don't sell, you are not going to make revenue, meaning you are not going to have money, basically. This is mostly what people go in for business for themselves for, right? To have more money. So what skills do you think are important than that? Uh, Organizational skills and being being able to, uh, and being responsible and, and of course, um, disciplined but i will tell you this there is um there is nothing more important than than having the sales skill um now i will talk about my my, me personally i am definitely uh with all humility i'm a very good salesperson i'm not not the most organized person i'm not the most intelligent person when it comes to taxation but there's an old saying that goes nothing happens until something's sold (laughs) <laughs> you know, if you don't sell your service, if you don't generate revenue, it doesn't matter how nice your operation is and how solid your infrastructure is, you're not going to make it. So you have to have a sales component built into you or have a connection of one so that you can at least have that foundation in place. Now, mm-hmm. you ask me what's important. No question. You can easily implode 
if you sell, if you're a great salesperson, but you don't know what to do with your with your revenue. And of course, um, there was another there's a president at one time. Bill Clinton once said, I may not be the smartest, but I know how to put smart people around me. And, and that's what I firmly believe in. I try to stay in my own lane and, and focus on what I know how to do and do it really well. And then I and I and then I um, put other people around me who do things that I know need to be done that I don't know how to do. Yeah, and exactly. I think that's so important, you know, understanding and recognizing our own limitations. Yeah, exactly. That's that's very important. If you're not good at something, like you mentioned, you you are not that good at organizing things. Maybe even papers. Yeah. So that you need to bring someone who can do that. For example, a secretary to do certain things, organizing files. If you have 100%. them, without, they are physical files or files on the PC. So that's important. That is so thing. true. Yeah, exactly. Because it saves you time to focus on the most important thing that you actually do. That you bring and what you do well. Yeah. Yeah. To bring I'll also share, if I might. I, I'd like to share one other thing on that topic, which is important. And I you know, sometimes we like, like, why, you know, as entrepreneurs, we're like, well, I could do that. I don't need to hire someone to do that. I could do that. But you know what? The cost that we put on ourselves trying to figure things out and doing it wrong, mm-hmm. as opposed to just biting the bullet and having the humility to hire someone else to do it for us. Sometimes we it takes us a while to learn that it's okay to accept the fact that we don't know how to do everything. You know, entrepreneurs tend to be uh, control freaks. I'll be honest and say that I understand that, but we also have to, and to be successful. We also have to show humility and be very cognizant in our ability to stay in our own lane. Yeah, That's exactly. Important. Also, you mentioned earlier about having to focus and like you mentioned uh, that entrepreneurs in general, that, we do certain things that are drives us meaning that we should have passion right if we don't yes. have passion there is no there is no such thing as work life balance our work is our life mm-hmm. so <laughs> so there should be passion in order to have that because maybe motivation maybe like they say they get it gets you started but you cannot go continue for one year two years three years five years on the same project, maybe some project, yes, you should shoot it out in the backyard, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> in general, yeah. when you want to pursue your business, you want to pursue your idea, you should have passion to continue going, right? Uh, that's 100% true. Um, in fact, when entrepreneurs are, um, they don't have jobs. I, you know, if someone asks me, what was, I, I, mean, I, I did an interview with Bloomberg, I believe, a couple of weeks ago. And I, and I mentioned, I haven't had a job in about eight years. I don't have a job, you know, I, I, I can't. And having a job petrifies me. I can't imagine having a job. It scares me. That's one of my biggest fears. I never want to have a job, you know, um, do I, I'm an entrepreneur and I don't see what I do as a job. It's simply an extension of who I am, you know? Yeah, I, I love and that. that. That's the passion. Yeah, exactly. I love that. That's because like work can demand so much for what you do as a business owner demands so much from you like you maybe could have an idea in the in the middle of the night and simply you go write it down this is no, there is you, you all just, the time. yeah so you basically woke up from sleeping so <laughs> there's no like uh-huh. work life balance so that's that's out <laughs> that is so true you know yeah. I'm, I'm very grateful for my wife because um she knows how i'm wired and there are and literally three to five nights a week, I'll get up at two to four o'clock in the morning and I jump on the computer because something came to me and I have to deal with it right then and there. 
and some of my best thoughts and ideas come to me in the middle of the night. And so I don't put it off until the morning because, again, there's no work-life balance. My work, my work is my life. And, um, and people say, well, where, how do you have fun? Well, people who are entrepreneurs, we have fun while we work. Like I go to conferences. I meet great people. You know, I do seminars. I do stuff like what you and I are doing now, which is really fun to me. This is my entertainment, you know, but I do it in the capacity of, of my entrepreneurial endeavors. Yeah, that, that's a very important perspective. Like, so, like earlier in the, before this one, I was talking to Brendan and he was talking about the art of communication, basically how to be a better communicator and the, and how we can be a better public speaker. And that brings yeah, me yeah. to what? To that, this circle, because having fun does not mean that if you don't like, for example, to watch the World Cup, you don't have to watch the World Cup, for example. Right, right. <laughs> I do watch the World Cup. That's fine. Yeah. I do. I like. I used to play football, for example, and I watch the. World oh, Cup. nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but 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 for example, someone else might not, and that's fine. Someone else might like to watch boxing or uh, rugby or whatever it is that yes. people would like to watch. But at mm. the same time, for that for this for that person having or going to these seminars or these kind of things that are gathering with the people are like-minded can also not only have the same better uh, communication with themselves and for their business and the guru revenues, they have friends that are aligned with their own thoughts. It's not That's like, true. yeah, it's not like having all the time uh, who we're talking about having not small talks, tiny talks, like how is the weather? So, <laughs> so right, exactly. yeah, you, you have a, a higher purpose or higher conversation with these people. Mm-hmm. Meaningful, meaningful conversations. Mm-hmm. And, and I believe that iron sharpens iron. So I really enjoy like our conversation now, iron sharp, sharpening iron, you know, two people engaging in a nice, meaningful, uh, fun conversation where we can continue to learn from each other. And we're, and, and, and where individuals have the same general vision to move up mm-hmm. and beyond and to be a trendsetter and or a, to, to, to help you know, uh, people and be a problem solver. Um, so to me, you know, that, that is so important to, you know, if you're, it's to enjoy, I'm okay. I I like having fun, but not at at my own expense, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, Yeah, I know what you mean because like sometimes there are things like if you are look at yourself as a person, you are probably any one of us, probably not the same person that I was 10 years ago, for example, or, Five years ago, maybe even, right? Yeah. So you have different thoughts. You have progressive things. You have higher things that you want to do. It's not like you, maybe some people make money playing video games, but this is not the thing that I want to do now. So the different yeah, different absolutely. purposes, different passions. So yeah, that's very important to go different levels and go to, to if, and if you want to go to the next place in your business and next level, you have to upgrade yourself personally and professionally. Yeah, exactly. that is 100% true. Mm. I will also add to that by saying, um, you know, I am a believer and I appreciate uh, higher education, formal education. I do. I really do. At the same time, people who are entrepreneurs and visionaries, we have to not be confined by what the stere- what the what the um, status quo may be at the time, you know. Not only it's good to understand the general principles of what you may have been taught formally, but it's also good to challenge those and not ask, not always ask why, but sometimes we have to ask why not, 
You know, why not? Sometimes we have to get outside of the box and think outside of the box and 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 attack challenges and, and problems in ways that may seem a bit unorthodox. I say that, uh, for example, do you mind if I give you an example? Yeah, sure. sure. So in my industry, um, most of the commercials that come on TV, you may have heard these that say things like, if you owe over $10,000 to the IRS, give us a call, blah, blah, blah. They all say that. And the reason they say that is because most companies in my industry, if you owe less than $10,000, they feel like, nah, there's nothing we can do. You don't owe enough. We can't monetize that, blah, blah, blah. Well, what we did to start our company, we decided, well, there's a bunch of, there are a lot of people who owe less than $10,000. Let's pursue those people. Mm. No one else wants them. They think they're trash. So we re, we re-envisioned and reimagined the way to help people. And we started pursuing an untapped market that no other company, even to this day, even wants to touch. And, mm. and that was huge in our ability to get going. And our clients are so appreciative because they call five or six companies and they keep telling them just to call the IRS. They call, we get them and we help them get their matter resolved in a way that they can live with and that satisfies the IRS. So that's one of the ways that that's one of the things as an example that I mean, kind of thinking outside of the box and don't be limited to very strict parameters just because they're the status quo at the time. Yeah, exactly. Also, I can mention that you're speaking about education. I recently yes. last week watching was watching a new show called Tulsa King by Sylvester Stallone if you know it. So yes. he was yeah, yes. so he was talking about the, there's a guy who's working with him, he wants to be some kind of a gangster or something. So he told <laughs> you don't want to do that, you want to be a gangster or that, go to, to college and have education. He says, No, I want to do that. He tells him no, go to education. He tells him, no, you want I want to be this and be like you. He tells him, you know what college is for? College is making sure that uh, for the employer, meaning that you are have proven that you have gone someplace for four years, committed to four years. Committed. So, yeah. So and when you come here to this company, you are committed to this company, having show, you will be show, showing up every day to do certain tasks to complete certain work and to go home. So, yes. so yeah. formal education is okay. Now for me, like I mentioned, I've also also finished university, but it's okay to go to, but at the same time, it's also okay to not finish college because there are nowadays, especially, there are a lot of opportunities any person can do whether offline or offline. Me personally, per, uh, formal education is not something that, People should die and should have it. But the problem is, in general, society in the world, whether in the U.S., wherever you are, in Jordan, so it's just the parents till you have to finish college. And that and that's that's a big problem. They don't see even a lot of places, they don't see the, let's say, the, how important is manual labor is sometimes. So, oh, my so gosh, absolutely. Yeah, and someone who's kind of, figured it out on their own and made some and made some mistakes and bumped their head but got it up got up and shook it off and figured out some different and creative ways to 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 get through their their challenges i am a, a believer and i appreciate formal education but i do and i say this very delicately okay i do struggle with the idea at times because i i went to college and but I feel like at times they, they make the students believe that 
this is the one and only thing and yeah. way that can again can enable you to become successful. And mm. that I, I and I, I have a problem with that mindset. Um, a formal education is important, but there are so many different ways to become educated. Um, yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, and I and I think that we should now, and I think we're starting to do better as a society in not making our young people believe that that you either go to college or you're a loser. I think we're doing better now, but I think we need to continue to do much better. I um I know a lot of very successful people who didn't go to college, but who are hard workers and they learned from the school of hard knocks, and they're very successful right now. Yeah, exactly. So, what would you say some some of the resources or tools or books? Like we mentioned, there is something out of formal education. Some some of some of these tools, resources, or books that you would recommend to any person to read or look look for. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll I'm going to answer the question maybe a little differently than you asked it. The internet. <laughs> the internet, man. You can go online, and Google is going to teach you. Everything that you need to know, just ask it. You can find we have now this internet resource that we haven't that we used to not have that is relatively new over the past 20 years that has opened up so many opportunities. I'll give you an example. When we started Finish Line, we had two thousand dollars, no no resources, no money, no assets, no nothing, no website. Um, I knew that we had to have a website. Had no money, so what did I do? And I've never, I didn't even know how to turn on a computer, by the way. I was very computer illiterate. But I did go to Google and I typed in, how do I build a website? And, you know, four days later, I had a very nice website that I built and and that we kept for our first four years in business. And I'm only saying that, I'm saying that simply to say that if you have a question, go to the Internet and get your answers. There is so much info. We're in the information world right now we are we have access to more information now than we have ever in the history of this world and i encourage anyone to leverage that 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 ease of access to that information and go online if you have a question google and and google it or yahoo it or whatever your search engine is and go out and start exploring you don't have to go get get it from one particular book you can get it from the world of knowledge just through your laptop yeah exactly like you mentioned information and knowledge is now free basically The most important thing is how is this structured and how is it used and how you can transform yes. the idea into, for example, a business. That's like, right. Yeah, yes. exactly. That's very important. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Scott, yes. where can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more about you and, and what you do with, with your business and if they want help with their taxes? Well, if anyone needs help, obviously, with their tax uh, problems, they can always reach out to finishlinetaxsolutions.com. That's that's uh, the company. I'm the CEO of that company. We're, um, we're about the fifth largest in the country. We just were ranked by Inc. Magazine as one of the fastest growing in the company in the country. And and um, and we, we care about our clients. Um, and, and so that's definitely you know where they can start out and, and reach me. I'm actually in the process of completing a book. I did not mention this, but I struggled when I was a young person. Um, I went to prison for stealing cars and battery, ended up being silly in my 20s, but got me locked up, you know, and I spent like six, five years in prison for auto theft, you know, and um, and I want to encourage your listeners, if they've ever had any challenges in their lives, that does not mean that they can't still be successful, you know. Yeah, exactly. uh, success is a mindset, and once you commit to your own success, and then you commit to that commitment, Then the rest is simply details. You're guaranteed exactly. to be successful. Mm. Yes. 
So having passion will lead you to success. Absolutely. And it doesn't mean that it'll be easy. It doesn't mean that you may not stumble and, and hit a few roadblocks. But if you commit to your commitment, then you're going to become successful. It's not Definitely. possible to not be successful if you commit to your commitment. Yeah, to your you have to keep you could, you have to keep driving that way. Maybe change some right. some roads left and right, but you have mm-hmm. to go in that that way. But the destination you will reach it. Awesome. You, you will reach it, and, and and I'll I'll add it by saying, and when you hit a road roadblock or a stumbling block, and you get you get shook up a little bit, be happy about that. Be glad yeah. because now you learned it, you, you you experienced it, you got through it, and now you learned a lesson. And now yeah. you're even stronger than you were before. And so when we hit our challenges and roadblocks, that's something that we can be we can rejoice in because we get through it, we figure it out. And now guess what? We're stronger now, you know, and, and we're ready for the next one. I could go on and on about that, but that's a big deal in my opinion. I know, you know, yeah. just, just not it's, give up on yourself. Yeah, exactly. This is the most important thing. If you don't yeah. believe in yourself, nobody else will. I, yeah, of course, no one else will. That's exactly. Right. Well, Scott, thank you for being here to do with me on the Success Secret podcast. Amazing you, tips, very encouraging and uh, truly heartfelt. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Success Grid. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you found value in the show, rate and leave a review on iTunes. For more resources, visit successgrid.net. Until next time.